welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode, we will read poems as we sit by the ocean. Each poem will be water-themed, so whether it be oceans, seas, rivers, waves, bath water, the idea is they are supposed to have some kind of water theme for the most part. So, no need to waste any more time. Let's jump into the first poem. And the first poem we will read today is Niagara by John Campbell. A ceaseless, awful, falling sea, whose sound shakes earth and air, and whose resistless stroke shoots high the falling foam like cannon smoke. How dread and beautiful the floods when, crowned by moonbeams on their rushing ridge, they bound into the darkness and the veiling spray. Or jewel-hued and rainbow-dyed when daylights and pale torture of the gulf profound so poured the avenging streams upon the world when swung the ark upon the divulge wave and over each precipice and grandeur hold the endless torrents gave mankind a grave god's voice is mighty on the water loud here as of old in thunder glory cloud All these are relatively short. I find that when I try to read very long poems, I, you know, I get lost and, you know, it's not exactly a forte of mine, I'd say. The second poem we'll be reading is titled Eerie Waters by Emily Pauline Johnson. A dash of yellow sand, wind-scattered and sun-tanned. Some waves that curl and cream along the margin of the strand, and creeping close to these long shores that lounge at ease, old eerie rocks and ripples to a fresh southwestern breeze. A sky of blue and gray, some stormy clouds that play, at scurrying up the ragged edge, then laughing blow away just leaving in their trail some snatches of a gale. To whistling summer winds we lift in a single daring sail. O wind so sweet and swift, O danger-freighted gift, bestowed on Erie with her waves that foam and fall and lift, we laugh in your wild face and break into a race with flying clouds and tossing goals that weave and interlace. The Voice of Ocean by Madison Julius Kawain. Kawain, not sure how to pronounce that last name. A cry went through the darkness, and the moon, hurrying through storm, gazed with a ghastly face, then cloaked herself in scud. The mermen race of surges ceased, and then the Aeolian croon of the wild siren wind within the shrouds sunk to a sigh. The ocean in that place seemed listening, haunted for a moment's space, by something dread that cried against the clouds. 
mystery and night, and with them fog and rain, and then that cry again, as if the deep uttered its loneliness in the dark word. Her horror of herself, her titan pain, her monsters, and the dead that she must keep, has kept, alone, for centuries, unheard. The next poem is Nirvana by Ella Wheeler Wilcox. A drop of water, risen from the ocean, forgot its cause, and spake with deep emotion onto a passing breeze. How desolate and all forlorn is my unhappy fate. I know not whence I came or when I go. Scorched by the sun or chilled by winds that blow, I dwell in space a little time, then pass out into the night and nothingness, alas. Nay, quoth the breeze, my friend that cannot be, thou dost reflect the universe to me. Look at thine own true self, and there behold a world of light, all salient with gold. Just there the drop sank back into the wave from whence it came. Nav, that was not its grave. It lived, it moved, it was a joyous part of that strong palpitating ocean heart. Its little dream of loneliness was done. It woke to find self and cause were one. So shalt thou wake, sad mortal, when thy cor cor course, excuse me, when thy course has run its karmic round and reached the source. And even now thou dost reflect the whole of God's great glory in thy shining soul. Sampan, S-A-M-P-A-N, Sampan song by Lawrence Hope, and it says here in parentheses, Adela Florence Corey Nicholson. A little breeze blew over the sea, and it came from far away, across the fields of millet and rice, all warm with sunshine and sweet with spice. It lifted its curls and kissed him thrice, as upon the deck he lay. It said, Oh, idle upon the sea, awake, and with sleep have done, haul up the widest sail of the prow, and come with me to the rice fields now. She longs, oh, how can I tell you how, to show you first, to show you your firstborn son. poem is Lavender by Paul Cameron Brown. A mind is a ray of light running to the sea, an arc of wood upon which birds rest. Minds roam the ocean's crest, sit as antlers upon a beach, watch eddies of water trap themselves in the sand, and minds are in anything but a state of rest. They violate physics, make mockery of other bodies, not in ready motion. I have seen a mind enclosed above fresh air and sunshine, frolicking on its own strength, the elasticity of its thought lassoing all the stars assembled. Golden points of light caught in the sand with an oval sun, marching blue legions across the sky, bring more harmony than all the stars assembled. Admiral Fakir Haram 
They are all here as Batik, Geisha, Sarong, Teak, and Gingham. I have seen them in quiet pools near the atolls. Rapture is a word to be eaten with pers persimmon and pears. The closed wood copes and fragrant bush, white mare, alone in a green stubbed pasture that groves and groves of pleasant trees. Bright insects making a curry of the first floor with leaves as trinkets battered to the wind. And the endless sky overturned like a bowl across the horizon. Water and air, the two chief elements in a brisk compound with earth and fire. The land itself nursing a presence by the sea as a lizard might devour a fly on a bow above a tree. Then there are the granaries of its empire, the washed up logs darting into footprints from the inlets, a white sand making its presence felt like a tireless magician. Green strands, green strands of the cucumber bush, big with melon, a mother with expectant child hushed and sitting by a clearing. The water of the streams please me more than the sea. Coconut grows with hand-me-down messages for the ages. Strands among weeds, wine bottles as ferrymen ready for circumnavigation around islands crisscrossing charts. And everywhere reefs and coral and sugar bush fish darting between the sea of land, breaking bread with sea exchanging colors for many colored coats. Kangaroo, koala, teepee, bayahula, lay. Sights which gallop against the scenes, the senses, acting as brigands to, ma to mature reason. Far away in the mountain fastness of the mind, alpine meadows look out upon further marvels. Exchange cocoa for queening, Say that. Adjust the mind as a stirrup before a long night ride. The shaman, the shaman with a hammock in his catamaran, dolefully accepts the waves as a skin must a tattoo. The lovely collision of sound with twilight of unfragrant sea grape. The hush of storm clouds preparing to administer their own bromide of fire before the appearance of a band-aid patch of lightning streaks against the divide. Perhaps lavender is a language here, the juxtaposition of mind with energy coming to a halt from a brisk center, then proceeding to nibble a current from my hand. That one was a bit challenging to read. The text was a bit smaller than the other ones, and the formatting one is The Hayeswater Boat by Matthew Arnold. A region desolate and wild, black chafing water, and afloat and lonely as a truant child in a waste wood, a single boat. No mast, no sails are set thereon. It moves, but never moveth on, and welters like a human thing amid the wild waves weltering. 
behind a buried veil doth sleep far down the torrent cleaves its way in front the dumb rock rises steep a fretted wall of blue and gray of shooting cliff and crumbled stone with many a wild weed overgrown all else black water and afloat one rud from shore that single boat last night the wind was up and strong the gray streak the gray streaked waters labor still the strong blast brought a pygmy throng from that mild hollow in the hill from those twin brooks that breached strand so featly strewn with drifted sand from those weird domes of mounded green that spot the solitary scene this boat they found against the shore the glossy rushes nodded by one rod from land they pushed no more then rested listening silently the loud rains lashed mountains crown the grating single straggled down all night they sate then stole away and left it rocking in the bay last night I looked the sky was clear the boat was old a battered boat in sooth it seems a hundred years since that strange crew did ride afloat the boat hath drifted in a bay the oars have moldered as they lay the rudder swings yet none doth steer what living hand hath brought it here the next poem is titled the sailor by Michael Earls a sailor that rides the ocean wave and I in my room at home where are the seas I fear to brave or the lands I may not roam at the attic window I take my stand and tighten the curtain sail then ahoy I ride the leagues of land whether in calm or gale tree and anchor along the road bow as I speed along and sunny brook in the valley I load cargoes of blossom and song stories I take on the passing wind from the plains and forest seas and the golden fleece I yet will find and the fruit of Persephone's steady I keep my watchful eyes as I range the thousand miles till evening tides in western skies turn gold with cloudland isles then fast as the hatch and dark the screen and I bring my cabin light with a wink I change to a submarine and drop in the sea of night the next poem is Isla Creek by Henry Kendall a strong sea wind flies up and sings across the blown wet border whose stormy echo runs and rings like bells in wild disorder fierce breath hath vexed the foreland's face it glistens glooms and glistens but deep within this quiet place sweet Isla lies and listens sweet Isla of the shining sands she sleeps in shady hollows where August fits with flowerful hands and silver summer follows for up the naked hills is heard a noise of many waters but green-haired Isla lies unstirred amongst her star-like daughters the tempest 
pent in moaning ways, awakes the shepherd yonder, but Isla dreams unknown to days whose wings are wit, wind and thunder. Here fairy hands and floral feet are brought by bright October. Here, stained with grapes and smit with heat, comes autumn, sweet and somber. Here love rests, what time the red and yellow colors might mingle, and daylight droops with dying head beyond the western dingle. And here, from month to month, the time is kissed by peace and pleasure, while nature sings her woodland rhyme and hoards her woodland treasure. Ah, Isla Creek, here evening spreads her wings over towns unshaded. How oft we seek thy mossy beds to lave our foreheads faded. For, let me whisper, then we find the strength that lives nor falters in wood and water, waste and wind, and hidden mountains' altars. Next poem is by Henry John Newbolt or Sir Henry John Newbolt, I should say. And the poem is titled Victoria Regina. Or Regina, but I, I don't know. I think Victoria has a place in uh, Regina, Canada. No, maybe opposite. A thousand years by sea and land, our race has served the island kings, but not by customs dull command. Today with song her empire rings. Not all the glories of her birth, her armed renown and ancient throne, could make her less the child of earth or give her hopes beyond her own. But stayed on faith, more sternly proved in pride than ours, more pure and deep. She loves the land our fathers loved and keeps the fame our sons shall keep. Up next we have in the South Pacific by Mary Hannay Foote. A vision of a savage land, a glimpse of cloud-ringed seas, a moonlit deck, a murderous hand. No more, no more of these. No more. How heals the tender flesh once torn by savage beast. The wound reopening bleeds afresh each season at the least. O day, for dawn of thee, how prayed the spirit, sore distressed, thy latest beams, unsplanting, made a pathway for the blessed. And robes, new dawned of the redeemed, gleamed with past grief's dark pall. So this, a day of death, which seemed a birthday, let us call. Remembering such day as this, a soul from flesh was shriven by death, God's messenger of bliss, a spirit entered heaven. Thy dying head no loving breast upheld, O early slain, but soon with welcoming saints, t'was pressed where God's own child was lain. And I think here we have just a couple more, maybe two or three more here. The Soul of the Sea by Clark Ashton Smith. A wind comes in from the sea and rolls through the hollow dark like loud tempestuous waters 
as a swift recurrent tide, it pours it down the sky and rears at the cliff of night, applied against the vast. Like the soul of the sea, hungry and satisfied with raven of shores and of ships, come forth on the land and seek new prey of tideless coasts. It raves, made hoarse with desire, and the sounds of the night are dumb with the sound of its passing. Let's see here. The next one is titled Italy by John Greenleaf Whittier. Across the sea I heard the groans of nations in the intervals of wind and wave. Their blood and bones cried out in torture, crushed by thrones and sucked by priestly cannibals. I dreamed of freedom slowly gained by martyr meekness patience, faith, and love, an athlete grimly stained with corded muscle battle-strained shooting it from the fields of death. I turn me awestruck from the sight among the clamoring thousands mute. I only know that God is right, and that the children of the light shall tread the darkness underfoot. I know the pent fire heaven, the pent fire heaves its crust, that sultry skies the bolt will form to smile then clear. That nature must the balance of her powers adjust through with the earthquake and the storm. I'm not sure. I compiled a few of these. I think I just want to have a poem here called Italy. But, you know, imagines a wave. That's about it. And a sea. This is the final poem for this episode. It is by Matthew Arnold, and the title is Dover Beach. The sea is calm tonight. The tide is full. The moon lies fair. Upon the straits, on the French coast, the light gleams and is gone. The cliffs of England stand, glimmering and vast, out in the tranquil bay. Come to the window, sweet is the night air. Only from the long line of spray, where the sea meets the moon-blanched land. Listen, you hear the grating roar of pebbles, which the waves draw back and fling. At the return, up the high strand, begin and cease, and then again begin with tremulous cadence slow, and bring the eternal note of sadness in. The sea of faith was once too at the full and round earth's shore, lay like the folds of a bright gir girdle furled, but now I only hear its melancholy, long withdrawing war, retreating to the breath of the night wind, down the vast edges drear and mingled naked shingles of the world. Love, let us be true to one another, for the world which seems to lie before us like a land of dreams, so various, so beautiful, so new, hath really neither joy, nor love, nor light, nor certitude, nor peace, nor help for pain. And we are here, on a darkling, darkling plain, swept with confused alarms of struggle and flight, 
where ignorant armies crash by night. And that's it. Those were the poems that I compiled for this episode. I am, of course, going to allow the waves to continue in the background for a little bit, perhaps to help you continue your sleeping or relaxing or studying, whatever the case may be. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, you can always email the show at hello at sleep and relax ASMR.com. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening, and take care.